In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Listen to Warhorse. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that is probably actually not going to be talking much about NXT uh, tonight because at least uh, one third to one half of this podcast uh, didn't actually watch it. I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I am a third of that one third. Yes. They did not watch it. Did not watch it. I I got to be honest. I said this uh, to you off air, but I honestly forgot that it was this weekend until like six o'clock. I was like, oh, crap. There's there's an NXT tonight, isn't there? And so I had to look at my family like, honey, um, just, you know, there's wrestling paper. And she's like, ah. Oh. Uh, also joining us from up north, RMP JLB. Bam! Fighting crime with you, good sir. I got this covered. I am the half that did not watch NXT War Games. Uh, yes, so here I am. And uh, should have probably have watched something else, but I mean, your wife would have been happy. Uh, I, I, I very likely would have been happier. I don't know. I felt <laughs> like I needed to watch it. For a couple reasons. Number one, this truly was kind of the the, the nail in the coffin to the old NXT. Right. Um, oh, I'll watch it, just not tonight. Yeah, I, I just was like, let, let's watch it because, you know, the whole setup for this was basically old NXT versus NXT 2.0. You know, right. who, who's going to win? Well, who the fuck do you think is going to win, right? You're trying to set up new NXT 2.0 as as the way to go. So of course you're going to give them the wins. Right. Um, and for the most part, that's the way it happened. You know, there, there were a few um, where, where the NXT 2.0 people came out on top, uh, where the NXT old NXT people came out on top, but it really was designed to make the new look good in the long run. So anyways, right. Uh, but, but that was one of the reasons the other one was, uh, all speculation and reports have it that that WWE is treating this pay-per-view specifically and this upcoming week um, less specifically as probably the last times we see Kyle O'Reilly and or Donnie Gargano in NXT. Um, because neither of them have signed new contracts and both of them's contracts expire soon. In fact, Johnny Gargano is technically expired like a week that. ago, but he signed a one-week extension to make it through or a 10 day extension to make it through war games. Um, and so as of right now, all reports have it, he has not signed a new contract. So they were basically saying, this is going to be the swan song for Johnny Gargano, Johnny takeover. 
Johnny NXT, Johnny Wrestling, and I was like, well, let's let's give him give him a send off. And I I think they did kind of give him a good send off in in many ways. Well, he's making an announcement though on NXT 2.0 though, so I feel like that's where he's going to mention he resigned. It's he may have resigned. It also may be a farewell announcement. Uh, I the baby. Well, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, you already had that. <laughs> Can I have another yeah. one. But uh, Kyle O'Reilly has a match on NXT 2.0 <laughs> this week on Tuesday um, against his partner in the match tonight, Von Wagner, who tried to turn on him after the match. And he's, of course, Kyle O'Reilly's been turned on by a lot of people. So he was ready for it. So he's going to do a, a cage match uh, against Von Wagner. Which I, I think the ending of that match is going to tell us all we need to know about Kyle O'Reilly. If they have Von mm-hmm. Wagner go over in that match, then that's, in my opinion, a pretty clear sign that they said, you know, we couldn't reach a deal, make Von Wagner look good in this match, and then and then get out of here. Uh, I could uh, here's the deal. It's it's a business, I get it, and and WWE doesn't always do this in their business. But at the same point, Johnny Gargano has been such a huge part of NXT for so long. Right. As as long as he hasn't already signed a contract with one of their competitors, if he's just letting his contract expire, which he is, I could see them saying, We'll give you we'll give you a, a 10 minute farewell. You know? Well, a significant piece pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pre-recorded. Yeah, NXT NXT does not run live. Oh, snap! Shows how much I was been watching. Jeez, yeah, hasn't been live for a while now. Um, oh, well, I think ever since, since they moved. Know? To, well, I think it's since they moved to Tuesdays, they stopped doing it live. Yeah. Oh, they had, uh, they had Wednesdays live at one point. They had but it hasn't been recorded yet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it probably been hasn't been pre-recorded. No, it's, it's like a it's like a two-hour lag. It's not a big lag. Yeah, but it's enough to say, oh, okay, you're gonna say, come see me on AEW. Yeah, no, you definitely won't say that. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, uh, the thing is, he's he's a professional, and his wife is still under contract with a uh, with NXT, right? Right. So no, no, I mean he's not gonna say anything stupid. He's not gonna burn any bridges. I yeah. think it's it's more gonna be a, a if anything. Now he may. I'm not discounting him resigning. Right? right. As of as of right now, all reports have it that he hasn't resigned. But they could come at him with an offer tonight and be like, "Hey, you did great in the match. We really want to keep you around. We want to move you to the main roster or whatever." And then that might be his big announcement. That we'd like you to move to the main roster. So we'd like Karrion Cross. We'd like you to be his manager. Yeah. Uh, did you say <laughs> Karrion Cross? Um, uh, did it? Uh, did I say Karrion Cross? I meant Rusev. Rusev. You can be Rusev. Sa- Sammy Zayn. <laughs> I want you to be Sammy Zayn's manager. Wasn't Sammy Zayn leaving? Whose contract soon? is also ending? Um, 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 no, it's uh, not not Sammy. Uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I hope Vince, do you think we don't read again. the 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 papers, Vince? We we know everything that's going on. Oh, okay. Anyways, and so there's every chance. I mean, I'm nothing in stone yet, but um, I I could see it being a 
thing where they're like, hey, we'll we'll let you have a little bit of time to say your farewells or whatever. Say, I just don't have it in me anymore. I thought I could do one more match and I just I just can't or whatever. Um, but so just to do a rundown real quickly before we get into our regular stuff. Uh, in the first match, there's no no matches on the kickoff show, which was thankful, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was a thankfully short kickoff show, only half an hour long, and and no Pete Rosenberg. Hey, um, I don't think he's usually on the NXT ones, anyways. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't care whether he normally <laughs> is or not. Uh, the fact that he didn't wasn't on there at all was always a plus. Mm. Did have Sam and Roberts and so yeah. It was know. also what's her face's last uh, time on commentating too. Sam Roberts is the very best fantasy booker on the planet, and the very worst commentator. Yep, can't be good at both. So, so. apparently um, not. Like he's literally he's actually better than than Blavier at fantasy booking because he'll fantasy book whole groups of storylines. I'm like, why why aren't you the head of writing? Yeah. Why this is fantastic. I I why aren't you should you should be writing. Because Vince doesn't think this stuff. is good S-word. And and Adam Blombier, you know, he can write one person storyline long term. Really great. Uh, yeah. Um, so and then we have to hear Adam Blombier have a social media, which is a horrible decision. <laughs> too soon, yeah. Probably yeah. Anyways, um, and then uh, uh, Sam Roberts on pre-shows, and it's just horrible. I hate watching. I even hate watching him on the on the what is it? The huddle, the the spin, what the, the thing they do on Thursdays. I don't even remember the group. The bump it used to be the bump. Know. That's what it's called. The huddle. I, I hate seeing him on the bump. Yeah. So. So, so the first match of the night, <laughs> first match of the night was the women's war games match, which um, was was uh, Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane versus Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, the good guys won, and the good guys won, right? Um, with Cora Jade getting the pin. Um, and here's the thing with this. Cora Jade, of all of those people in that, Cora Jade is by far the most NXT 2.0, right? Right. Uh, all toxic Attraction, yeah, Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane were brought in under black and gold, but didn't really get their start until on, on screen until 2.0. So they're kind of 2.0. Uh, but you got to keep in mind, like Gigi Dolan is the former Priscilla Kelly independent wrestling superstar. Um. And and so, you know, she's kind of, even though she's young and and attractive and all of the things that Vince McMahon wants in a future wrestler, um, she's also a former independent superstar, which right. Vince McMahon we goes, sucks. we want to get football players and cheerleaders to be our superstar. People um, know their roles. And Cora Jade, well, yeah, I believe she had a little bit of, like, indie wrestling in her background um she was not like an indie wrestling superstar she's really young um just just 20 right and um 
Let's see. Trained at Freelance Wrestling Academy by Bryce Benjamin and Isaiah Velasquez. Um, wrestled very short period of time on like small indies like Kaiju Attack Wrestling and uh, Zoa Live. Um, but like Rise Wrestling, a bunch of the little independent ones, but never a big deal. And then came to NXT. And so she's really January 20th is when she signed with NXT and hot shotted straight to the main card of NXT. Mm. So she's really the NXT 2.0 member of that team. That's fair. And and they made sure to make her look like a superstar. Like she did a I think it was like a swanton off the top of the cage through through uh tables uh through someone on tables I can't remember who it was. Um and then had this whole thing where she she looked like she'd injured her her shoulder. Um, I'm 99% certain it's entirely a work because it was part of the storyline where she injured her stroller. She's kind of crawling towards the, the door, right? The refs open the door like they're going to send in, uh, pull her out and have someone check on her. And Io Shirai stops them and pulls the door shut and says, I'll take care of this. And then in the ring pops Cora Jade's shoulder back in place. Uh like like puts her foot on on her and pulls it up and and Corey goes ah um and then still has an injured shoulder the rest of the match but still finishes the match and gets the pin in the end and so they're telling this storyline about how she's a fighter and and she's gonna stick to it and yada 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 making NXT 2.0 look good Johnny Gargano's yeah a female counterpart yeah she she's gonna be Cora wrestling. Yes. Um, Imperium defended uh, the tag team titles against Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Uh, Imperium won. Imperium won. Um, afterwards, Von Wagner tried to turn. We mentioned this. Tried to turn on Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly spotted it coming. And so now there's going to be a match on NXT this week in the cage: Von Wagner versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, obviously this match was really set up, uh, to make Von Wagner look big, but mm-hmm. same point, uh, if Kyle O'Reilly isn't resigning or hasn't resigned yet, of course, they're not going to put the, the titles on him. Right? right. So they keep him on Imperium. That's just the way you do it. Right. Right. Makes perfect sense. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson and hair versus hair match. Um, I, how was that? I, I don't know where they go it. with this because Cameron Grimes old is old NXT. Yeah. And Duke but, Hudson's new, but they did give Cameron Grimes the win, but it could have been just because they wanted to give Duke Hudson a new look. And yeah. this gave him an excuse to, <laughs> to do the, the shave his hair and beard off. And make him a badass, um, sort of a thing. And um, didn't Cameron Grimes also like recently like get a haircut and stuff? Well, and that like, was part of the hair? lead up to this. Duke Hudson, um, after and I, I can't remember exactly the, the whole thing of it. There there was a poker match. They played the the thing and I kind of zoomed out for it, but uh, <laughs> on the vignette. Uh but Duke Hudson and Cameron Grimes had a friendly game of poker. Uh Duke Hudson's character was a poker champion sort of a thing 
Oh, and okay. Cameron Grimes bluffed his way to a win and uh, uh, won all the money. And Duke Hudson snapped uh, because he didn't like that he got bluffed out uh, victory and attacked Cameron Grimes. And eventually, sore loser. Uh, yeah, sore loser. Eventually, cut his beard off, not all the way off, but cut his beard short and cut his ponytail off. And so Cameron Grimes debuted again uh, like a few weeks later, now with uh, a short okay. beard. And his hair still wasn't short, short, but it was like maybe shoulder length instead of down mid back, long caveman style hair, like his old Cameron Grimes. Right. Um, and uh, Duke Grimes' whole character was like, um, I, 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 I thought I was going to to make make people hate you cutting it off, and it just made you, uh, made made you better looking. So now I'm gonna shave you <laughs> bald, and I'm gonna shave your beard off. And Cameron Grimes was like, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, let's make it a hair you versus hair battle. And then I'm gonna shave your you bald. That's apparently what yeah. he did. That was a really good Cameron Grimes impersonation. My thank you, son. But that was less good. Was I, know, less good. I know, I know, I know. Only have select words down in fact. <laughs> that was one that was a little bit confusing because, like I said, I don't know unless they have this whole plan with Duke Hudson to change his character up. But frankly, they've already got a whole lot of bald guys on NXT 2.0. I don't know if they needed another one. Don't you know bald is beautiful? <coughs> That's me. why he wears the hat. <laughs> uh, no, I got, I got, I got a lot of hair right now. Um, probably too much hair. Like Hogan has a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. it just starts a little higher. Than <laughs> like Cesaro has a lot of hair. Mm. All the way down. I, I, let let's let's just say I now have a five and a half head. Um. Instead what? of just a forehead. Oh. It's a five and a half head. Five and a half head. All right. But the match that confused me the most with the ending was actually Roderick Strong uh, defending the NXT Cruiserweight Champion against Joe Gacy. Because the storyline they're playing there, Joe Gacy is well above 205. Um, and he was accusing the Cruiserweight title of being... Um, Body shaming that has to be 200, 205 pounds or less. That's body shaming. So, uh, Roderick Strong waived the weight requirement for this cruiserweight match. Um, Ooh. and said, I'll, I'll, I don't care how big you are, I'll fight you. And I really thought this was going to be because I, I read something in the dirt sheets, which you know, dirt sheets aren't always right. And in this case, they obviously weren't, but I'd read something in the dirt sheets that said that they'd heard the plan was for Joe Gacy to win the belt. And change it away from being a cruiserweight belt to now being a open weight belt or something like that, um, mm. akin to a TV title sort of a thing. Uh, but no, they had Roderick Strong, so still the NXT cruiserweight champion, Roddy Strong. And then the final match of the night was the men's war games match. Uh, featuring Team Black and Gold, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and L.A. Knight. And L.A. Knight was like the, the odd man out in that group, in my opinion. He hasn't really been there all that long, either. No, he hasn't really. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne are all like dyed-in-the-wool NXT black and gold sort of guys. And L.A. Knight's only been there like a year. Exactly. Uh, um, 
But Cameron versus, Grimes technically would have been better, but they already yeah. had that storyline going. Versus Team 2.0, which was Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Um, and this was in like there were fun parts of this match, and it started with Johnny Gargano in the ring. Um, in war games always that first person in the ring gets beat the fuck up for a while. Um <laughs> And so it, it, it did showcase Johnny Gargan a lot in what could be his send-off match. We'll find out on Tuesday, I guess. Um, but, like, no one turned on this not expecting Team 2.0 to win, right? Like, Right. Who was on 2.0? Uh, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Of course, Carmelo Hayes is the current NXT North American champion. Uh, and Tommaso Ciampa is the current NXT world champion, but Ron Breaker is in a pro- program with Tommaso Ciampa, so they're eventually going to have them face off again for the belt. Um, I swear they said on live TV that Braun Baker became the NXT champion <laughs> when he printed Tommaso Ciampa. And I was like, what? Why? This wasn't for the title. I'm like, this is a war games match, but maybe they said he pinned the NXT champion. But yeah, they must have said he pinned the NXT champion. But but so yeah, but they so, definitely made Braun Baker look huge. Really yeah, that, I mean, the whole thing was designed around trying to make them the NXT 2.0 look strong in the end. Um, the crowd loved the black and gold, though. They were chanting for black and gold like mm-hmm. nonstop. So I was like, yeah. is Vince gonna switch it up? But nope. Nope, no, we didn't. And there was a big thank you, Johnny chant going on as well. So, <clears throat> uh, Johnny Gargano came out wearing uh, a ring gear that was an amalgam of all his previous takeover ring gear, uh, mm. which also I think is maybe telling. But, but anyways, that's kind of all we're really going to talk about takeover because, like I said before. Boy, do we got crumbs. Well, and most of this podcast didn't watch it, um, which is in and of itself indicative of a crime. If your (laughs) your product does not drive people who do a podcast about your product to watch it, then your product is failing at doing what it needs to do. Yeah, I I would say it's placement that was the rough spot. So I... I understand the reason that they did this tonight, and it was going to be my crime. So the reason that they did this tonight was they didn't want to go up against the champion, the conference championship games on Saturday, which mm-hmm. I get. Yeah. Um, what would they have gone up against next weekend? You push a little closer to Christmas. Nothing. You don't have people out doing their Christmas shopping, doing their all their all their other I stuff. Think- I think it's just still too close to Christmas, though. I don't think they wanted to do anything necessarily. And that could be. They they may have needed to push this back into November. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Or do it New Year's Eve or whatever. You know what I mean? Do it right before day one. Mm-hmm. That would have worked. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, you know. Yeah. Like how they used to do it. But, um, but it was. That would have been. Old school NXT, not new school yeah. NXT. And well, it, you know, new, new school takes an homage to the uh, old school. You know, but that's not good S word for Vince, so that's why they did it. Today. Yeah. It it was a little bit 
I don't want to use the word emotional, but it just kind of hit me uh, when the title card came and it did not say takeover. Oh, this really? is the first NXT since the beginning of NXT as an actual brand that it wasn't called the takeover. And, and I mean, that's just indicative of the future for NXT from now on. They don't, they're not viewing them as takeovers. They're, they're viewing them as a whole new thing. So I'm completely shocked. They just didn't even change it completely off from NXT and Vince gave it another name to be frank with you. I mean, you change the logo. If you change the logo, you can easily just change the name then because you have to reprint everything and so on. So. Yeah, you know, you say that, but there's one thing about it, and that's trademarks, right? To get trademark for a new name for NXT takes time, takes filing trademarks. It's really hard to do. To just say it's NXT 2.0 is something you can do literally on a whim, which is basically what they did with this. Mm. I mean... They announced yeah. the NXT 2.0 changes like within a week of saying there are going to be some changes, you know, boom. And if they were going to change the name of it and everything, that goes to filing for trademark, getting approved for trademark, you know, you, uh, to, you have to first prove that you can own it and that someone else doesn't already have it and, and all of this stuff. And then it opens you up for potential legal battles if you try to trademark something that someone else already has trademarked. Oh, I mean, I just thought that was regular preparing for the future of your wrestling company. I would imagine wrestling companies who have creative writers have envisioned something in the past next six months coming for your brand. But, you know, WWE clearly hasn't been doing that for quite some time. Well, and yeah, it shows but, with that lack of NXT 2.0. But like Coca-Cola launches a new product. They don't drop the Coca-Cola name. They, they keep the name around because the name has value. NXT as a name still has value to WWE. Where the whole new name, it's starting from absolute scratch. Yeah, but it, but that's what they're doing, though. It's not the same. Everything it, is changed. Yes, it's not a vanilla from, flavor. It's a complete total but from, taste. But from a business, like frame, a, I mean, it. Uh, here's the deal. It's not even the same I, syrup. I'm 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 going to use a, a reference here that I think is indicative of what I, we both feel. Though, it's like new Coca-Cola, which was a totally different taste to Coca-Cola, right? But they still called it Coca-Cola, even though it was a totally new thing. Now, where it's indicative is most people thought new Coke sucked. Um, new Coke was was formulated to be more like Pepsi. To be sweeter and less acidic, uh, to be easier to drink, uh, because Pepsi was winning taste tests all the time. Um, but people knew Coca Cola, but people hated you, would have been pretty young when New Coke came out. So, uh, okay. um, people hated New Coke because they drank Coca Cola because they liked that it was different than Pepsi. And when you right. try to make Coca-Cola taste like Pepsi, suddenly it doesn't taste like Coca-Cola anymore. And so after less than a year, they brought back Coca-Cola Classic. Be like, sorry, we fucked up. You know, mm -hmm. here's the stuff that you really like. Um, and that's why I say this is kind of like that in the fact that I would anticipate within a year or so, we see a swing back the other way with NXT when viewership declines even more the 
takeovers or whatever pay-per-views they call them have less viewers all of that stuff because it's not the product that we wanted i i would anticipate that the sale is less than a year out yeah and that that also might be in there i mean we've talked about the potential for sale in wwe right now and that all of these budget cuts are and rumors are starting to flare bigger and I kind of do also understand Vince's whole change up and why he's mad with Triple H's NXT and so on. Because in season two of Ruthless Aggression, right, we saw them talk about uh, OVW and how that was a thing for eight years. They developed all these stars. And that's where you had the Kurt Angles, the Batistas, and they kind of brought them out of from nowhere. And then they ultimately became Ruthless Aggression stars. Then you had FCW and so on and so forth. They ended it with hey, NXT is just now this big conglomerate. But, you know, I guess this was recorded way back before. I think, but, I think what what that showed us is that Triple H had a better finger on the pulse of the of the wrestling fan, of, of what wrestling fans were looking at. So, so uh, I mean, a lot of it comes down to that there were two different, I think, two different visions of what NXT should be. Um. Mm-hmm. And and Vince McMahon obviously feels that NXT should be a feeder. It should be developmental, right? And that its whole purpose is to provide this next star for the main roster. True. Um, and uh, Triple H has said for a long time that he felt that NXT was actually the third brain, right? right? That it was Raw, SmackDown, NXT. And that their job was not to feed to the main roster so much as to dip their own stars and their own programming for people to watch. Right. And that's, that's a difference in things, but here's the deal, right? When you put your show on TV on USA network, you make it, you make it a third brand, right? When NXT was just a WWE network hidden gem sort of a thing, that only the hardcore fans watched because you had to have the NXT network to watch it. It could be a feeder program. But as soon as you started putting it on TV and you did that to try to combat AEW, there's no doubts about Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. That's when it stops being a feeder brand and starts being a a actual third brand. brand. And and that's where the the rift comes from. Vince McMahon still wants it to be a feeder brand. He wants it to be developmental. This He wants it to be OVW, like you said, where it just feeds the stars of the future for WWE. Uh, the thing is, the, the problem is, it was still doing that. It's that WWE did not evolve as well, right? Right. Because we mentioned Keith Lee. We mentioned Karrion Cross. We mentioned Johnny Gargano, and we mentioned uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam all of these Cole. Adam Cole, all of these big stars that have come through NXT. Some of them have gone to the main roster. Dominic Dijakovic, right, and flounder on the main roster. And why did they flounder on the main roster when they were so big in NXT, so good in NXT? Because NXT evolved with the tastes of fans, where WWE main roster does not. WWE main wa- roster still wants to be what it always was, right? Correct. And because and that's, that's good, I swear. 
because that's good. That's mm-hmm. where that's what we've always done. That's the way we've always won, right? And right. and that's part of the problem. Uh, AEW has succeeded by listening. I hate to say listening to the fans because it sounds like pandering to the fans, but no, it's it's listening. It's it's understanding what the fans want and playing to it. Right? Uh, give them what they want. Give them what they want. You know you what know? they want. Um, and want. yes, sometimes it does feel pandering. I'll be the first to admit that. And sometimes it's not what we want. Sometimes we don't want to see Cody Rhodes on another match, and we mm-hmm. still get to see Cody Rhodes on another match. Um, That's so not what I want. want. Give me what I want. And so, um, that being said, uh, I I do think seeing Cody Rhodes uh, in matches right now, I'm just going to go on a sidebar. I think there's a storyline being played out with Cody Rhodes right now. Um, and that it's playing on the fact that the fan kind of turned on him. Um, I think that's the story they're telling. But anyways, so so that's the problem with NXT is that Vince wants it to be the old thing. And it's not because Vince made it not that, right? If Vince had just left it on the network like it always was, let AEW... They, these were the biggest blunders of of the last 10 years in in wwe was trying to go head to head with aew from the beginning you you're saying out loud you're saying people we don't see them as a competitor all of this stuff but then you're actively doing things to try to combat them right that in many eyes legitimized aew right when you when you said, well, AW is going to be on Wednesday nights, let's put NXT on Wednesday night. It told people... It hey, already was on Wednesday night. It just well, was on TV air. on Wednesday yes. nights. Right. On air on Wednesday night. Because uh, here's the deal. No, very few people watched it live on the network. The whole thing with it on the network was you could watch it whenever you wanted once it aired. Right. So, um, but yeah. But it's like, oh, let's put it live on, on USA Network on Wednesday nights. Uh, in competition to AEW, that legitimized AEW in the eyes of lots of people. That yeah. made AEW feel like competitors when they may not have been. Can you imagine how much different the landscape would be right now if WWE had really treated AEW more like they treat Impact Wrestling, which is ignore that they exist entirely? Right. be a very different product. It would be. AEW would be... I, I think AEW would still be around, but they wouldn't have this air of legitimacy that they got from. Oh, I think WWE you're giving me too much credit for that. I feel like AEW would still be where it's at. I really, at least for a good chunk of the fan base they have, I don't see WWE giving them anything in that regard. No, see, here's the deal: is what you're missing is how much, how much the idea of the war has impacted everything here right you go on twitter you go on any place and it's always aw fanboys wwe fanboys going back and forth over it because of this war but if there had never been a war there would never have been this back and forth online building up the brands right now it would I'm not, still be that I'm, I'm not saying aw no because we have we have evidence of why it wouldn't be and that evidence is ring of honor is suspending operations Right, Ring of Honor never got to the level that AEW did, despite being a competitor 
of WWE for 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. Impact Wrestling, TNA, almost 20 years as well, never got to this level despite this because WWE mostly just ignored them. Let them do their little indie stuff, all that stuff. We'll pick the stars that we like off of it. We'll go and we'll choose Seth Rollins off of it. We'll go and we'll get Dean Ambrose off of it. We'll pick the stars that we want off of it. We'll get AJ Styles off that little TNA uh, when when we feel like we want it. But for the most part, just ignore that they're there. And what happened is that Ring of Honor and TNA never got even close to the ratings that AEW gets, right? Right. Never got even close to the conversation that AEW gets, right? We've seen this happen before. Right now, AEW did have a few advantages that TNA and Impact did not have, and Ring of Honor did not have, and that was specifically the the main people starting it were uh, established wrestlers. Yeah, three of the most established independent wrestlers, and one of the most established former WWE wrestlers out there. But still, if the I I still say this, if there hadn't been the pushback from WWE lending an air of credibility to AEW. They still would be around, but we wouldn't be talking about them in the they almost beat Raw's ratings last week thing. They'd be getting 500,000 views a, a week. They'd be keeping a, a TNT happy and all that stuff, but there never would have been this talk about it being a war because a, WWE would never have made it look like a war, right? AEW announces Wednesday nights, WWE goes, whatever, right? And there, there wouldn't have been all of these, every podcast started doing the Wednesday night wars. Wednesday night wars. Re- Wrestling with regret started doing who wore it better again. <laughs> yeah. That's a good um, <clears throat> Where it was, which, which of the shows did it better that night? Uh, what culture did Wednesday night warfare? Uh, you know, all of the, all of the things started doing it because they viewed it as this war. And if WWE had from day one just said, "Oh, AEW, whatever," and ignored oh, cool. it, yeah, cool. cool. Those little guys, yeah, some more little guys. We'll we'll eventually pick off the stars that we like with big contracts and move on, right? That's what they did with TNA. Let TNA have their little show. Let TNA signed a bunch of old wrestlers like Hulk Hogan uh, and, and Jeff Jarrett, who was part of the founding of TNA. You know, let let them have those little wrestlers, right? And then we'll wa- wait around and watch and see, oh, they've got this guy, AJ Styles. He's pretty good. We'll bring him over to our show. Right? Vince, Vince, we had him once. Yeah. <laughs> and no one remembers that. We'll bring him in now. We'll we'll bring him in and, and make him a big star. Didn't they have him on heat though? Like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. he was only there for like less than a year. Yeah. Oh, oh, they've got the Hardy Boys wrestling there, and they're getting to be kind of popular. Hey, Again. send out feelers to when their contract is up. Oh, soon? Oh, right before WrestleMania? Cool. Let's let's send them some big contracts and have them come to our show. Right after WrestleMania, or right on WrestleMania, right? We'll ignore them as competitors, even when, because remember, 
TNA did go directly after WWE. They did Monday night live shows, right, to try to go after and failed spectacularly at going after Raw. Like a pissy ant t-shirt company. Yeah. Um, just, which is part of why, like, AEW knew from day one they couldn't go straight after Raw. I don't think, that, I still don't think they could go after Raw. I think that Raw still has enough of the diehard WWE fans mm-hmm. that if AEW went Monday nights, they'd, they'd struggle. Um, but, but Impact tried to, TNA tried to, and it was part of the downfall. And it's part of what cost them their, their, their good TV deals and put them on fucking Altitude Network for a while. So, anyways. But, but we'll go ahead and move on and talk about our crimes for the week. I know DFA already hinted at his crime. Um, so, so we'll, we'll continue on with that. Yeah, babe. yeah I, 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 again, I, I just think scheduling is the biggest piece to this. Yes. We've, we've talked about too many pay-per-views being part of the, uh, part of the equation, I guess. Um, we said something, you know, a, a while back about how much we enjoy that, that, uh, AEW has the time to build. Um, we've tried to solve it with brand splits, you know, virtually. Um, but at the end of the day, know what your fans are doing. You know, um, this is a season where people are busy with, whether it be Hanukkah, whether it be, um, I believe there's a Korean holiday, um, whether it be uh, Christmas, um, all the different holidays that can occur this time of year. This is last night was the end of Hanukkah, literally. So maybe that's why they pushed it over to today. I don't know. Um, I would assume it was mostly because of the football, um, the the championship games for football. I mean, we're in Nebraska, so we didn't get to care about championship games this year. Oh, how did you survive that? You, sir. Because it, it is one punch mosquito. Well, well, two. One punch. Anyway, um, and so there was uh, it was just a, a, a plethora of stuff going on this weekend um, that you don't have to compete with a week earlier. Um, you could have done it right before Survivor Series. We're where this pay-per-view has traditionally landed was the night before Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have worked. Um, not only... Now, uh, Smarks already talked a little bit about the product not being as enticing because because your change, changes need to be gradual. We didn't go straight to Stone Cold Steve Austin World or WWE Champion. We didn't go straight to Stone Cold versus... Vince McMahon. We had Stone Cold versus Brett with the pass out moment. We had things that built to those things. Um, that's the same with this. Like, number one, you flipped it right all, all at one time, and then you changed the timing, and then you pushed back the biggest pay per view of the year for NXT, is War Games, and you push it far enough into December that there's crap going on on those days. And so I put up my Christmas tree thing. That's what I did. Nice. I will. Uh, I will watch it. I will probably watch it tomorrow night. Um, 
but <clears throat> but that type of timing is a direct effect on your on your willingness of fans to watch. Um, I know you've tried things out in the past. I remember Taboo Tuesday. I remember how much it sucked. I remember that nobody watched. Um, I remember Cyber Sunday, mm-hmm. trying something new in terms of the, the fans picking the the stipulations to the matches. Um, and we also know that you fucking faked it on us, and you didn't actually give us the stipulation that right. you picked. Like, we know that you just said that people should pick this because yeah. that's what they were prepared for. It's just like, like spin, spin the deal, spin the wheel, make a deal, sort of a thing. Uh, where you, yeah, big surprise. Oh. Oh. oh, it's a chairs match. Oh, oh, but they have this ring pie. full of chairs. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a, it's a cage match. Just. So I'm very lucky that we already. I mean, it's a, it's a, not a cage match. Never mind, it's a Punjabi prison match because that's what we have already up over the ring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, just. It, just well, I mean, it would be super difficult. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, so, so I understand that that you're trying new things and, and changing things up, and I get it, but you can't. Here's the deal with anything that you're going to try and change. You want to change your child's behavior. You want to change your personal habits. It's a gradual process. Mm. All of that is a gradual process. Um, and if you try and slam into it all at one time, it's not going to happen. And, and, and you will revolt against it if you're changing your own personal habits. Your children will <laughs> revolt against it if you're doing it all at one time. You right. know, you go from Go from, I don't know, eating eating dinners to in the living room in front of the TV, to a hundred percent of the meals have to be at the table, just us sitting at the table together and, and no cell phones. You're gonna get some resistance. That's gonna happen, you know. Right. Like these things have to be gradual and consistent, and and this wasn't, and so it's real loop through. Smarts who forgot about it till tonight. Uh, JLB, who was busy until the very end of the stuff. Me, I literally said, watched. I literally watched ninety day fiancés tell all instead. All right, well, yeah, because you're not invested in it, because it's all right. been slammed in over a month and a half. Right. Um, and I had a commitment to my kid. Like I, I'm gonna put up a Christmas tree, and guess what? Next week would have been. We would have had it up for a whopping, what is it? Uh, it would have been 13 days. Yeah. We put up Christmas. our Christmas tree yesterday. Um, so you're not that far. I, I try to wait till December. Yeah. I would have we done were, it last weekend, but he was in his mom's. So. We were going to put it up last weekend, but then I was sick and uh, I, I wasn't fucking doing it. So I was like, oh. <laughs> So that's what we did today. We yeah. put up the Christmas tree. But I feel like that would have I feel like that would have came in even if let's say Survivor Series was this weekend, though. So I don't yeah, think that's like, fair. Like to it wouldn't have matter what paper. Street. It could have been AEW tonight, right? And and but understand that well, you have Thanksgiving weekend. You're gonna lose out on some viewership. So I understand sure. pushing it to the next weekend, and you go, oh crap! Well, there's college football championship games. Can't really do that on a Saturday. 
Think right. about what else might be happening that, oh, well, they couldn't do that on a Saturday. Now they're, they're going to do the rest of their Christmas shopping this weekend or whatever. There's a ton of people who didn't tune in just because they had other stuff going on today. I just think people don't care. I think it's just that what you said prior. I, I, I don't think it's I fair. Think that there's say... more, I, I think that, that adding all that together hurts. Yeah, it's a culmination of things. The simple fact is, like you said, is uh, even if it had been an NXT today, I think it would have been tough for some of us, right? I get it. Um, but but that gets to your point of know what your fans are de- dealing with, right? AEW yeah. made a choice to not have a December pay-per-view, right? They do Correct. four pay-per-views a year. They made a specific choice to say, hey, we're not going to do one of those in December. Right, right. And we'll do one in November. Well, they're arguing winter is coming. It's and winter Wednesday. is coming is not a pay per view. It's a special uh, episode of NX it's of, a season, of it's AW a premiere. Yeah, it's a season premiere. But it, but again, it's just a special episode, and and all it is, it's it's not going any longer than it normally is, and it's not on a different time than they normally are. Right, it's right. still a two hour episode on Wednesday night at the normal time. Right, it's a pay per view like Impact did pay per views for seventeen yeah. years. Yeah, no, we're don't they have something on pay-per-view. Saturday? Impact now they do, but Impact once upon a time did. Don't they have something on Saturday though? I feel like AEW. Yeah, uh, in January they've got their first of their their four um, Saturday okay. TNT things. Right, okay. it was part of their deal with moving to TBS. Is that four times a year they would do a Saturday, but it's still not a pay per view. That's important to note. It's still just on network. More TV. like more like nineteen uh, eighties uh, uh, NBC main event. Yeah, it's just a, right. uh, a Saturday special uh, event. Which here's the important thing, right? This is what makes it different than uh, a pay per view. It's DVRable, right? Oh, I can't watch on Saturday because I'm putting up my Christmas tree or whatever. Right? Guess what I can do? I can set my DVR to record it, and I can watch it later in the night. Right? But pay-per-views, you can't easily do. Pay-per-views, you can watch the replay, but you have to wait for the pay-per-view provider to uh, put the replay up. The network and Peacock don't always have it up right away. Uh, Bleach Report doesn't always. But it's a Canada thing, because it's on my... That's a Canada thing, because you have an actual fucking network. (laughs) Right. See that? That's what I have for you, Canada. That there. Hey, hey! At least your freaking app works, though. Our app doesn't even work because they changed everything around, so we can't even use the on-demand app. So whatever. Um. Remember, Peacock doesn't let you pause, rewind, or fast forward. So they do now. They uh, they actually sent out. Uh, that was going to be one of my misdemeanors. They sent out a <laughs> message to all Peacock subscribers today, reminding people that uh nxt takeover tonight you might not be able to fast forward or rewind or join in pro uh, join from the beginning and you couldn't you couldn't on the live thing you couldn't go back you couldn't fast forward if you paused and you unpaused it started from where where wherever the show was right now Mm. oh really yeah yeah which is which is uh i'll agree it's moving backwards because Survivor Series, less than a month ago, you could pause it, you could rewind it, you could fast forward back to where you were, all of that stuff. They moved backwards on Peacock. for. They wanted to guarantee the ad revenue, I'm betting. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, you couldn't you couldn't pause, rewind, or fast forward, and you couldn't join from the beginning, right? So I I was like five minutes late turning on the pre-show, which because who fucking cares, right? Um, just Sam Roberts and what's her face talking. Uh, anyways, um, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll start from the beginning. Nope, can't start from the beginning. You start from where it's at. Anyways, but that's the deal. Is is a, a Saturday special event is still different from a pay-per-view. Um, and I'll also point out they made sure to not do it in December. Right. Now, maybe <laughs> next year they decide to do a Saturday special event in December, at which point remind me and I'll give them shit for it. Um, <laughs> but, but the simple fact is AEW, as of right now, made a specific choice to not do a pay-per-view in December. Frankly, WWE had done a really good job of making sure that if they did a December pay-per-view, it was going to be something that was relatively worthless. Now they rolled that to day one so that they can have two in in January, which is fine. I get it. You don't want to go up against Christmas on the 26th, so you go... Day one, after everyone's finished their hangover from New Year's or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the simple fact is, everyone's hungover and just sitting at home and not out partying uh, and not all this stuff. And maybe they're lucky. And I mean, this year, it being on a Sunday or Saturday, Sunday, they're lucky enough. But um, but a lot of people might not be lucky enough to not work on the first. I for a long time worked every New Year's Day. We know, we know. <laughs> <It's easy. laughs> so anyway, that, that just there's a better place to put this. Um, it was in the right place before, right before Survivor Series is a really but, great night for it. Like what you guys mentioned, though, no brand, right? They don't want to make it a brand. If they put it before Survivor Series, maybe it would have been a brand thing. So maybe that's well, what Vince did. Again, like. if you don't want it to be a brand, no, they want it to be a developmental brand. Yeah, but if you want it to be a developmental brand, then I said this back when they launched NXT 2.0, right, a few months ago. Take it off TV. Turn yeah, it back into it what it was before. To Peacock. Yeah, a Peacock exclusive. You know, not on USA Network. Not for. Not for general audiences. If you want to watch the stars of the future, you have to subscribe to Peacock, watch them. Um, you know, but then it takes it out of continuity. Because that's been the problem ever since they put NXT on TV, is people talking about continuity. They go, Well, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa are feuding on NXT, and then you bring them on to main roster and have a buddy buddy DIY again. What the fuck? You know? When they're just a network exclusive thing, we don't complain about continuity. Because it's implied that it's not part of the main storyline. Correct. Right? Correct. But once it's on TV, it's implied to be part of the continuity. This is this is the yeah, this is a piece to deal with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so that's the deal. If if you don't if you want it to be developmental. Take it on fucking TVs. And I'll I'll probably tune into it on Peacock. Heck, it'd be easier for me to watch on Peacock than USA Network sometimes. Um, <laughs> but but 
I mean, just fucking. This is what I was gonna say. If if they really wanted to rebrand it, all this stuff, then take off for a while. Like like Ring of Honor is doing, slap up a, a returning soon sign on their network page, um, and totally revamp it, and then have a relaunch. The new NXT. unfortunately, unfortunately, you can't do that with the USA contract. They had to be seamless with that. Well, but here's the deal: the USA contract uh, does have clauses for getting out of. Right, the USA contract because it was modified so quickly had a lot of outs. I'm sure, um, and they could have opted those. Um, I mean, fucking uh, back 20 years ago, WCW announced that they were going to be gone for a while and then and then relaunch now they ended up not doing that and getting bought by wwe but those contracts do allow you to say listen we we've got to re you know we'll place the contract on hold for a while while we do this i'm not talking six months like ring of honor is doing but maybe just a couple months say you know pardon our dust we're remodeling We'll be back bigger and better than ever. Time out for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, geez. Or at least a month. Yep. But, anyways. Well, that's DA Fabe's crime. JLB, what do you got for a crime? Uh, so I kind of hinted it uh, earlier this week. Uh, not earlier, Friday. Um, of the fact that, you know, we all know, okay, first of all, last week I was excited. Yay, Sami Zayn's going to get a nice little title shot. Obviously, I was already bummed because I knew Brock was going to be there. Um, then they decide to do this whole shit show of an event for it uh, with Brock coming, befriending him, and then Brock ultimately destroying Sammy, and then the match still goes on between him and Roman. Uh, I feel like they even messed up with Oh, aren't you? Uh, oh, do you want to fight Roman tonight? How about you fight him tonight? I thought that was already supposed to be a thing because I think they announced that last week. Uh, but then you just ultimately destroy Sami Zayn. This makes Roman also look very stupid. Uh, just the fact that you're going to take advantage of the guy when he's down. Yes, it plays into your nicely little heel thing. But so many things pissed me off. So it's a, it's a multi-charge between uh, the writers the Usos uh, and Vince McMahon, I, I mean, guess. Here's the deal. the I'm not afraid of Roman, but he'll get his – or uh, Brock, but he'll get his shot when I say he gets his shot is the move for Roman to make there. And until Sammy gets his shot unscathed, because then he just knows that he's going to beat Sammy, you know. I can beat him. But I'm not having any excuses for Sami Zayn. That's why. And I then, well, and then Brock is, but it doesn't matter because Brock is going to face Roman at uh, New Year's Day or whatever the hell it's called. But if, uh, if Roman says, I'm not taking this match tonight because Brock kicked Sami's ass. Right. But why wouldn't he have done that? For Roman and, yeah. and it, it says, Brock, you're my bitch. And until I tell you, you get your shot, you don't get your shot. Yeah, which can build I, that feud even more. But I, I think they want to do the the days in what the fuck is it called day, day one, one, 
day one pay-per-view and then whoever wins there and that winner is going to win the rumble to face them again at mania i feel like unless drew just makes it happen unless drew just makes it happen and then it's drew roman uh for mania because i feel like drew's gonna need to do his wrestlemania moment uh and they want to do that and heck drew's the only guy on smackdown to make that happen um but yeah i don't know i i'm just fed up of just how they did that whole ordeal it just looked made everyone look really stupid um i guess aside from brock because brock kind of got his way um how do you just completely diminish sammy like that i i get you haven't been using the guy well for the longest time and sammy is down for whatever but at the end of the day bro this guy's contract is also up like it's dunsky's here why is this guy gonna want to resign with a company that is not doing anything for him they're gonna struggle to get to 30 people in the royal rumble Ah. 30 viable contenders competitors uh, i i think he'll do two i think he might bring a few 2.0 stars up though and whatever and they'll make it happen oh they'll yeah. get there they'll have b-backs and stuff you know but mm-hmm. they'll have random stupid legends. they'll have yeah. legends exactly so yeah. I, I it just pissed me right off and the fact that this is your only smackdown storyline uh that is oh no decent. pie for I mean, pie. oh decent okay Decent. I mean, yes, you got Flair. Yes, pie for pie. I mean, okay, cool story. Um, But yeah, that is halfway decent, but then you just kind of ruin it with a bunch of stupidities, uh, with Roman taking advantage of that, with the Usos always getting involved in shit. Like, can Usos stop getting involved into the Roman matches? I I get why he does it. They're heels. That's what they do. But enough is a fucking enough. It's every match now. And I'm just done with it why hasn't anyone just thought of making a freaking rule about it hey usos can't come to the ring or whatever the have you i'm i'm i i'm so mad i actually watched smackdown for that main event and i saw what i saw and i'm like this is why i i i don't tend to want to watch it gets my blood boiling and i make charges like these and uh that's it yeah i don't know man i'm just yeah, I don't think they protected Sami Zayn in doing that. At all. At all. I mean, granted, he didn't mean much protecting because everyone knows he's the fall guy. He's the guy that's going to get away with stupid things and da-da-da, and he's going to lose. But, but you your just completely to destroyed him. You, yeah, you just completely destroyed him. Give Sami a nice little five ten minute match bro or something make him at least a little bit more decent Losing and then if you want, yeah to an extent and then have brock come in and uh, f5 sammy or whatever fine it's brock lesnar i get it but then to have him do that beforehand and then roman still taking it and then this whole situation of if Brock can face Roman once he beats sammy why would Roman take that route right away like you mentioned Fabe Oh, it was just sloppy, stupid writing, and you done did my Montreal boy wrong, and I am never going to forgive you, and I hope my Montreal boys will be going to AEW, because hot diggity damn, I'm sick of them being used like a, like a, like a sloppy, sloppy Joe. I don't know. But you know what I mean? I'm sick of them being used like a... a that's it. Just sick of them being used like it 
like they're garbage when they're two of the most talented wrestlers uh top 10 uh for at least kevin owens top 20 for sammy uh but you're just completely just wasting them away because we all know that ko's not gonna win uh, not gonna win unless he resigns which i don't think is gonna happen for um is that also at day one that is also at day one right ko triple threat yes. uh, i believe so yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a day day one ish. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. How how many times? What's the over under on how many times Usos use the day one ish on day one paper? They won't. Oh, it's, it's it's an old gimmick. Well, they're definitely gonna have a new shirt. I guarantee you that on that day mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Usos down since I, day we, one we ish. I do have that shirt actually. Anyways, did you guys see my limited edition AEW shirt? I saw it the other day you had it on, but it's pretty darn spiffy. I'm still pissed. Pissed I missed the Hikaru Shida one. Oh, there was an Hikaru Shida one? Yeah, I I didn't find out Uh, about it until they announced that it was the final day to order. And uh, at the time, I just wasn't able to. Uh, But it was pretty fucking sweet. I mean, it's really um, fucking. It's really expensive, though. I mean, it's for me. It's like fifty bucks a shirt with the with the switch. It's cheap for I guess Americans, but for everyone else, it's kind of. So I'm like, man, do I want the Adam Cole? Uh, the Adam Cole one. The Adam Cole one looked cool, but then the CM Punk one was kind of cool with Vega and all that. So I took that one. Uh, yeah, but I, I hope they come back. I hope they randomly made a whole bunch of more and they make it another limited edition thing at some point because. Yeah, that was some fun shirts. It was super fun. I was like, "Ah, I want it, but today's the last day, and I'm poor. (laughs) My life is a tragedy. That is my crime. Um, Just stupid. Your only decent storyline, and you managed to just muster that up and shame on i guess roman doesn't necessarily care but i mean bro you're like the golden child and it's such stupid writing and just i guess it may it makes him look stupid too though like take advantage of a beaten up sammy why do you want to face brock right away though why do you take this match just nonsensical through and through if i'm done Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm 100% there. I here's the deal is like um not being a Montrealer, I was able to separate myself from uh the emotion, the emotion. <laughs> uh really quickly and know that there was no way they were going to make Sami Zayn look good in that match. Um uh, I but I get it. I mean, right? I knew he was going to lose. I didn't yeah. think he was going to win. That's like no, I knew but, that. But, but you know, you, just do you thought, something. Just I don't know. Not just completely. I, I knew from day one ish when they announced that that they were not going to make Sami Zayn look great in that match. That uh, or even even no, no, but I feel smart. No, but that's what I at least expected. I didn't expect Sammy to look great. Just, you know, have that little... A strategy kinda... that failed or something. 
What's going on here? Ooh. That was the Hikaru nah. Oh, that damn. Hikaru that is a nice one. Make it a little Bastards. bit bigger. Street Fighter with Kami versus Hikaru Shida. I was like, that is so sweet. That is but I can't get it. Ah, I can't. Uh, hopefully they bring Stop. it back. I mean, I'm sure there's I some mean, doofus that probably bought them and is going to resell yeah. them, but probably well, yeah. stupid money. But I mean, I get it. They did them as as one week uh, limited editions where, you know, you you only get them for one week. I didn't like I said, I didn't notice them until the Wednesday they announced this is the last day to get. This, and then this is the new shirt that's coming out. And, that's damn it. it but no i just i'm glad i, just I picked knew, that one up i knew they weren't gonna make Sami Zayn look great so i was like man i'm glad i can't watch smackdown <laughs> i know you were so mad for so long with sling tv that uh you know be glad you should be thanking sling tv thank you for not picking up this network because it's so trash when it comes to friday nights at 8 p.m I, ju I just noticed that AEW has new gun club shirts that call them ass boys. <laughs> they use asterisks instead of S's, but it's ass boys. In instead I mean, it's of still kind of weird. Because I'm an ass but... man. Dum, 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 dum. You can get an uh, uh, Orange Cassidy ugly sweater that says marry or happy whatever. Dude, I think I might. I just feel like they should have had also had different colors. It's so kind of just stale with the black and gray. I was like, oh. You can get Eddie Kingston that says D's nuts roasting <laughs> on an open fire. <laughs> We'd like to thank nuts. everybody for joining us for the AEW t-shirt preview <laughs> episode. Yeah, it's more a review. Not a preview. So, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about any new shirts. I mean, this is just the, like these are what are coming up. Uh, these are out there right now. Put a little coal in your stocking, Bay Bay. So you gonna get to your crime, or are you just gonna keep talking about t-shirts? Well, I was thinking about just talking about t-shirts. <laughs> um. So no. well, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it too, but I was like, eh, maybe you you set me up too easy on that one, man. I thought you um, weren't gonna be a smart ass that time around. I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt, and clearly I shouldn't. He thought you wouldn't be a smart ass, yeah. baby. Yeah. Look at this face. This face I is always gonna be a smart ass. Um yeah, so don't uh, make me do that again. <laughs> look at this face ah! <laughs> look at this face um so my crime oh, I know nightmares are made of Ugh. it's kind of a double decker crime Ooh. it's oh. an upper decker crime it's a double double DP crime um, got it it's a dp crime uh it's a dvda crime don't look up dvda just don't do not hold on, hold on, wait. <laughs> Is this going to be a screen shareable item? <laughs> it will not be. I guarantee you. Just like you shouldn't look up Blue Waffle. Yes, do not look that up either. <laughs> uh, this is not a Blue Waffle crime. No. Oh, God, I uh, hope not. That's massacrous. You guys don't like blueberries with your waffles? Oh, not those kind <laughs> of Blue Waffle. <laughs> Anyways, um... So it's kind it's kind of a uh, like I said a double decker crime because it's partially we mentioned it on on uh, 
the FBI this week, the fantasy booking show, uh, the Edge and Miz control C control V promo where they saw the AEW promo with CM Punk and MJF. And they're just like, we'll do that exact same promo, except we'll add Maurice into it for some reason. Um, Oh, but we know the reason, don't we? Sparks? Well, that that's the second part of the crime. <laughs> um, is that the confused look on on DA Fabe's face as he looked up DVDA or no, Blue Waffle? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never look up Blue Waffle again. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is close your eyes, and you can still see it because it's burning. Oh, in the back of your stop talking about it! <laughs> I'll have nightmares about it tonight. Oh, but Jesus. but so it it was just like they saw the <laughs> the AEW promo, and they're like, we can do that exact same promo. And not as good. And th- and it makes me sad because we've mentioned before that The Miz is one of the best promoers in the WWE right now. Um, and Edge is up there, right? Um, angry. Angry Edge, yeah. But, uh, but, but it just fell flat on his face and it just seemed too much like they were like, oh, AEW can do this. We'll do it ourselves. But the, the second part of the crime really is this. WWE, why do you got to telegraph everything so much, right? So you had Miz and Maurice come out, and you're like, oh, hey, Maurice is actually dressed up in her ring gear for the first time in, like, five years. Um, It hasn't been five years, but it's, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, long enough to have two kids, you know? Is that Um, the only reason why she was gone for so long? Uh, yeah, I mean, she wrestled her she last match. She retired for a while. Yeah. yeah. But she'd wrestled her last match, and then shortly thereafter, they announced that they were expecting. Um, but so she comes out and, and is part of this for seemingly no reason. But then, like, the next day, they had Beth Phoenix make a big announcement that she was pulling out of NXT, that NXT War Games was going to be her last NXT event. And to me, that's just showing your hand too early on what I think is obviously going to be a Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth main oh, day event one. match. What? That's going to yeah. be in day one, though. That's why they had to do it so early. I guarantee you that's day one. Well, that's fine. What you do is you you make the match first, and then you have Beth pull out. That's where you don't show your hand. Right, you have Miz bring up Beth in in a promo. You know, I'm out here with my hot smoking wife, but I don't see Beth anywhere supporting you. Mm. Right, and then you build the math or match organically that way, with then Beth saying on NXT, "Listen, this is going to be my last night because I I got to go up there and support my man." Right, or whatever. I don't see think she's going to word it that way, but um. Yeah, you should probably let Scott Steiner build the math organically. Yeah. Instead of you. <laughs> um, but but oh, this way, good. with with her announcing that she's leaving NXT before they built the match, it it ruins any sort of suspense for that potential match happening. Unless right? they don't do it. Well, and it's another swerve. 
Well, if it's another swerve, then it'll be their only swerve because they fired their last swerve. Oh, shit. <laughs> but pun is always intended. Uh, just to let DA Fabe know that we can't hear anything that he's saying. Sorry. Might be intended, but it's not always good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Definitely too soon. Definitely too soon. Um, so that's my crime. It's just like, listen, there's a way to do this match uh, that that doesn't show your hand, and then there's a way to just show your hand and make us not like excited for the match. Like, I'm not excited for that concept of a match, right? Um, and maybe if they built it organically with Miz throwing some stones at Beth first. Um, I might be. I don't know. I'm not guaranteeing anything because WWE has done a lot this last year to ruin my anticipation of anything. But Yeah, it's about the point. We'll just have to wait to see on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But that's going to be the exact line. I don't see your wife supporting you. Boom, Beth Phoenix music hits. Mm-hmm. Because that's how creative WWE creatives are. Yep, pretty much. That's the thing, isn't it? Whatever she does. Yeah. But it's called the WWE uncreatives. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. That's uh, They showed a lot of their cards. This week on SmackDown in particular, just just like come on, guys, you've been doing this for forty years. You you can do this better. I don't know why you're shocked. I'm just because they've shown before they can do these sorts of surprises better. Yes, before like how long ago? Twenty years ago. Shouldn't have faith in them anymore. You're always remembering back at a time when w- the last time WWE was halfway decent was 2011, if that. You know what I mean? In terms of surprise elements and all that, they've been shit for a hot minute now. Like, <sighs> see, I I remember 2015, 2016 wasn't horrible. I enjoyed a lot of 2015. Right, you had the women's revolution. You had okay, yeah. had had some excitement. Twenty sixteen, you had still a lot of great stuff happening. You know, it wasn't that long ago they had. You really had the re re uh, the 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 growth of Bray a little bit. Mm-hmm. There. Okay, all right, fair. Yeah. We didn't, I mean, we didn't get to the Fiend until nineteen, but yeah, twenty eighteen. You had Evolution. Yeah, Re- Revolution. Fair. Ev, 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 evolution. Evolution. Uh, evolution. <laughs> evolution. No, you leave Eva, evolution. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. You, you leave Eva Marie out of this. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she's vastly improved. Yeah. The other time she was here. So, so, someone, someone made a bold prediction on that. I mean, she was better. I don't know if we ever got to see whether she was better or not. Yeah, exactly. Those matches were way better. (laughs) Mostly because she was hardly in them. Well, you know, 
Win some, you lose some, bud. <laughs> I know. I, I'm supposed to be wearing a T-shirt for this and for something I lost. And there ain't no T-shirt made yet. Yeah, my bad. I'm a nice yeah. guy like that. I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to put a timer on this whole T-shirt thing. I don't um, remember what the bet was. Um, you said what's her? Uh, uh, someone was gonna win, and the women's queen of the ring, and they didn't, and didn't even make it to the final two. I believe Shayna Baszler. Yep, yep. Um, I, was, I was picking Shayna. Oh, and you don't picked wrong. Don't picked wrong. You said it, she won't even be in the finals. So I was like, "It's fucking stupid." You're like, "That's fucking stupid." Let me bet on it. You're lucky I'm a nice guy. Are, are you sure? Because it was still fucking stupid. Oh, it was still yeah. stupid. You. I mean, the wrong. only thing, the only really great storyline <laughs> that can, can can come out of this is. House of Black could have a queen at the top of it now. Oh. Um, yeah, except reports have it that Andrade and Charlotte are no longer together. No longer together. They uh, have split. Zelina and uh, Alistair or Malachi yeah. are still very married. Mm-hmm. Very married. Yep. But they still made Zelina Queen Zelina and are sort of pushing her. So, you know. And Vince did apologize for that September 11th mishap. So that was kudos to him. Good for yeah. him. First time he probably apologized to anyone. Definitely, definitely fixes things saying I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It oh. fixes everything, right? Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah, I hit a guy with my car once, but I said I'm sorry. And, and I, you know, everything's better. It worked. Interesting thing to have to <laughs> teach your children. Yeah. You have to say you're sorry and... Try not to be a dick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've been working on that with my three-year-old, uh, along with the uh, sometimes things get broken, can't be fixed. Because um, that's a tough thing for three-year-olds to understand when they bring you a toy and they say, Daddy, fix it. And you're like, um, I, I can't fix that. Give me about 15 minutes uh, just to go uh, out for uh, just a two seconds. Yes, yeah, sweetheart, I fixed it. <laughs> No, you don't. You don't do that. You you teach no. them the little life lessons. You know. Yep. There was a TikTok about that recently. I was like, I'm not fucking breaking a plate for you to prove to me that I'm sorry doesn't fix a fucking plate. <laughs> oh, now I understand it. Yeah. Thank you, TikTok. Yeah. Thing is, I don't need to break a plate because I got a three year old. She breaks all sorts of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you had like a Greek wife or something. Plates can be broken, no problem. Get it? They break plates during yeah, the yeah. weddings. It's oh, funny, guys. That's oh, what uh, three-year-olds oh, break uh, plates too. There's uh, a reason that all the plates in our house now are plastic. Are plastic. <laughs> oh. your, your child is Greek. <laughs> I mean, she's she's through IVF, so I'm just going on faith on her heritage. I, you know, <laughs> we'll wait to see if she gets older. <laughs> I technically wasn't in the room when she was conceived, so oh, Jesus Christ. Neither was your wife. Neither was my wife. <laughs> right. We 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 have to go on faith on a lot of things. Now I think she looks like my wife, and my wife thinks she looks like me. So that's good sign. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with both of those statements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but those are both good signs, but they're still not one hundred percent signs, you know, and so I just have to go on faith, right? You know, I mean, there, there's a whole, they, they could have just pulled some samples out of a drawer and said, here, um, these are <laughs> leftover from the last people use these. 
you you should definitely make that a podcast episode when you get it. <laughs> but on the road, make it a vlog. Make it a vlog. Yeah. Keep a hold of the story. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, I I gotta be honest though. I, this is a total aside. I've said this before on on uh, other places, but it is a very weird experience to be in the room and present when your wife gets pregnant, but have nothing to do with her actually getting pregnant. So, yeah. Well, really weird she... experience. Also awkward, her not being in the room when you did your part of the conception. She was not. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm not in. That's a whole awkward thing altogether. Um, you, guys should, you guys should at least FaceTime each other or something. Like, Oh, she was busy in her own. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? Yeah. What yeah. you doing? Hey, let's go. Show, yeah. show me something. Huh? Uh, uh, again, she was she was busy in her own appointment. Getting, oh, getting, that's why uh, you should have FaceTimed each other. <laughs> oh no, her appointment was way worse than my appointment. Trust it was me. way longer than your appointment. <laughs> I can I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> um, um, hers definitely involved a lot more uh, mechanical tools than mine. <laughs> Mine involved a TV and a hand. Um, they gave you a television. They did. Oh. A six-disc changer. Um, gone, gone, gone were the days of just old-school magazines. Oh, there were magazines there too. But why choose a magazine when you have a six-disc changer? Um, I've never seen this one before. Seen it. Seen it. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I've, I've said this before. This is going to be a weird for, for those of you who came for wrestling content. There's going to be a weird aside here. Um, but so the, the whole process of this goes, uh, they lead you into this room uh, and they say, here's here's the changer. Here's here's your container to put your sample in. Make sure to, to wash your hands before you come. When you're done, just bring it up to this counter up here. Wash you know, your hands before you come up to the counter is what you're saying? Yes. When, <laughs> okay. But so, so and then and then they shut the door and you lock door, right? And then you're like, well, <laughs> Not shit. unless you want a surprise. <laughs> well, shit here. I can't. I is that can't, too fast? Yeah, I can't go too fast because they know when they shut the door. If I'm out 30 seconds later, like, here you go. They know, but then, but then you also don't want to be in there like half an hour and have them knocking on the door like, "Hello, are you okay in there?" You know, so, so what's an appropriate amount of time to be in there? You know, um, I'm gonna start this thing in 12 minutes, and then we'll see where we're at. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, like first, it's like, okay, let's let's because here's the deal. I at the time I was like a 40 year old guy. You know, let, uh, let's just be honest. I had a fair amount of experience by myself, right? Um, so, so I am a relatively efficient on my own, right? You know what works. You know what works. I know it works. I, I, I don't have any clue why any porn is longer than like three minutes, right? Just, just doesn't matter, right? Just get to the good stuff and get done. That's all I need, right? Um, but so, so, but yeah, it's like, so yeah, it's like, get in there, they shut the door and it's like, okay, what do I do? Um, well, let's, let's put stuff on the counter here and let's. What is this scene? 
Yeah, let's flip through. I'll flip through a magazine for a bit. Here, well, let's try the BBC. BBC. Wonder what that is. Let me read uh, this article. No, let's <laughs> let's go to this next. Let's find let's find the huh. scene that looks pretty Midgets. good. Okay, okay, okay. This scene this scene looks kind of good. So um, let's limber up a bit. Stretch. How long have I been in here? Two minutes. Okay, let's wait a little bit longer. <laughs> Guys, a really good scene. I should pause it. <laughs> this couch. I don't know. Do I want to be sitting while I do this? That's gonna be more comfortable. But then, then when it comes time to how many other people have done this? Uh... Well, yeah, and then it, you know to get the get the sample in the little cup. You know, there's there's kind of some physics involved with that. So, so do I want to? Do I want to be kind? Of... It's been three minutes, four minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe if I'm out of here in five minutes, is that going to be too fast? Let's aim for seven minutes here. I, I can wash my hands for 45 seconds, right? Get them nice and clean. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Done. Wash your hands. Now, here's the awkward thing, right? Eight minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> there, there was a guy who uh, went in shortly before me, right? Uh, we, we In the waiting room, made brief eye contact because we both know why we're there, right? There's only one reason to go into this particular part of the hospital, right? <laughs> it's to do this deed, right? Uh-huh. So I saw him go in. I'm waiting for them to call my name. They call my name. I go in mine. I get done. I open my door with my little sample. At the exact same time across the hall, he opens his door. Eye contact. We both know exactly how long each other was in there. Um, he knows that I went in after him. So he knows that I was in there less time than him. <laughs> I know that I went in there after him. So now I'm like, well, shit. I'm committed now. I can't be like, oh, no, sorry. It wasn't done. <laughs> um, it's, it's just, hey, he's got something else I can watch here. Yeah. I, this this wasn't enough. It's too, too, too much for me. No, it wasn't enough. No. Either one of those makes me sound bad. Hey, hey, does yours have something with, like, nurses or yeah. secretaries? Hey, hey, do you... Do you guys have anything like from Japan? Anything with like <laughs> octopuses or squid monsters? No. Mm -hmm. So you gotta think for stepmoms. Can you do stepmoms? Is the mm -hmm. you got a dryer one? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. What are you doing, stepbrother? <laughs> this was pre-stepbrother days, though. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> But but so so then it's walk up to the counter and then again it's the same female nurse who checked you in sitting at the counter and so you have to then hand her a tub of your stuff and be like here I did this right over there I did this for you yeah. the the stuff that you wanted is for you hopefully it's good. <laughs> uh, mine was a little different in the in the hospital. I didn't get magazines or anything. Well, here's the deal. I didn't have an IVF either. 
Mine was, mine was, do you know what you do? <laughs> do, do they work? Yeah. See, the thing is, th this was, this was at least my fourth time of going through a procedure similar to this, but the first two times, three times, uh, this was my fifth time, excuse me. My first three times were at, in my home city of Kearney, right? Which here's the thing with Kearney, Nebraska. It doesn't have fertility clinics there. No, no one there really knows shit about no fertility. fertility clinics. And at the time, the only hospital there was a Catholic hospital. So. The only hospital was a Catholic. <laughs> hospital. Best of luck with the... So, so here's the difference there. The, the, I, I'm, I'm gonna once again uh, welcome anyone listening to this for wrestling content and apologize that we went off on this tangent. But you went off on this tangent. I mean, come on. Oh, you guys are laughing so hard. I can't stop. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so here we are in small town Nebraska, and He's not uh, talking about his penis. <laughs> and and the doctor says, "Hey, we need to check out your swimmers and make sure they're good." Uh, okay, fine. Make well, sure the only it. yeah, the only <laughs> hospital in town with a lab is Catholic Health Initiative (CHI Health). Uh, uh, Good Samaritan Hospital, right? So here's the thing with CHI, with, with Catholic hospitals, right? They have this kind of rule against masturbation in Catholicism. They don't like it so much. And they don't think you should be doing it. So CHI Hospital Lab has kind of an end run around it. They say, we can't have you doing it here. We can't encourage you to do it. But if you happen to show up at our lab, with a sterile collected sample, we will then process it for you. That right? is that is uh, less than 10 minutes old. I think it's 20 minutes, but yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be yeah, it's gotta be fresh, it's gotta be sterile, it's gotta be collected, which means you have to do your business at home and then fucking book to the hospital. Or in the car, which yeah, yeah, I guess in the car. The car. <laughs> yeah. My windows weren't that tinted. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> so it's, I mean, do he, it at home. Even if they looked head. in the window, bro. Even if they looked in the window, they wouldn't have been able to see. If they had Coke bottle glasses like yours, they might. <laughs> it's not important. X-ray vision. Um, but so so yeah, do it at home and then book it to the hospital. But here's the deal: is right, right. Your sample is uh it's cold sensitive you got to keep it warm right uh so if you're doing this sample in the middle of like december or january like i was <laughs> you can't just stick it on your passenger seat while you drive no you got to put it like in your coat right here to keep it all warm right and then you get to the hospital and you have to walk in the hospital and the lab for the hospital is like buried clear in the hospital so you have to walk across the the main room, the entry room of the hospital, walk all the way through all the stuff, walk past some patient rooms and stuff like that, go in the elevator, <laughs> go down a level, get out of the elevator, go up some stairs, walk all the way down this area, and then walk into a room and be like, here, I brought you this. Can you please analyze it? And then they'll go, okay, cool. Hey, did you check in with the front desk? No, you need to go tell the front desk what you did. So then you have to walk all the way back across. I went home and I, I, went home and I did this. <laughs> And be like, yeah, so so here's the deal. I kind of squirted into a into a thing and then I gave it to them. You just check me in for that. Yeah. 
I had to do that three times in Carney. Oh, I, I only did once, and I went to a non-Catholic hospital. It yeah. was still awkward for me. Yeah. Then, like, go, then go. I was like, where do I go? They're like, to the bathroom? I was yeah. like... Yeah. Then I went to okay. a hospital here in Omaha that specializes in fertility. Uh, and they said, you know, listen, we don't trust the samples from Carney, which it turns out there was reasons for them to not trust. So whatever. We're going to, oh, we want to do our own testing uh, here. So, so me telling you about that was actually telling you about the second time. The first time, I was the only guy to go in. And it was the same sort of thing where it's like, well, shit, what do I do? Oh, okay. Um, find, find something here. Wait, wait a minute before I actually start. Oh, I must see. You guys have toys? <laughs> yeah. Any stimulants in here? <laughs> and then just a little, little this, and I go out and hand it to them, and then they test it, and they say, hey, you know, here's here's the deal, and here's what we're gonna do, and yada yada yada. Anyways, but it's like I said, what I don't they know did. If with... I want professionalism in that environment. Like I think I actually want somebody to kind of mm, cut the cut the air to it, and be like, ah, good for you. Yeah, I mean, I would make it like I, I, I had not kind of the same scenario, but I had got everything waxed, full, everything waxed, down there in the back, full everything waxed. You are the strongest man ever. Honestly, it didn't hurt that much. It wasn't that bad. It was not bad. I had to go on all four floors, everything like that, because he has to get everywhere. I most awkward thing in the world. He, it was a he, but he was uh, he was gay apparently. So you know, which that makes it, it better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, but no, this he is was really very... nice back here. <laughs> yeah, he, he was very yeah. very chill about. You're gonna things. feel a little bit of pressure. <laughs> I, I didn't need you. No, you needed to go that deep. Oh, I don't. <laughs> but I mean, me, I, I, just, I started telling him why I was getting it, da, 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 made jokes because you had to. You had to. It's awkward as. Yeah, fuck. I just, I think so, you have to, you have to cut, you just, the, yeah, cut just the air somehow. Cut the air somehow. You really that's, have to. That's why when I was like, where do I go? They're like, the bathroom. They looked at me all weird. I was like, well, at least I cut the air a little bit. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Hey, you don't know where hey, to jerk off. <laughs> and he was even like I told him I was for a girl, whatever. Da, 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 da. He even joked, "Oh, tell me how she liked it." Da, da, da. You know what I mean? So you have to, you have to make it less awkward, or else it's just a weird experience. I'm, I'm for very glad you're not with that girl anymore, <laughs> for your sake. Right. Yeah, uh, my friend conned me into it. He's like, "Oh, bro, I do it all the time." Da, da, da. But he only gets his back waxed, so. I believed him. I went all in because he's like, oh, bro, it's nothing. It's no problem. And like an idiot, I believe that he did it too. And then I did everything and I went back to the car. He just starts laughing his shit. He's like, bro, I've never done what you did. He's like, you're a legend for doing all of that. He's like, the only thing I ever did was my back. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that is uh, is one of the more odd confessions we've ever done on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Smarts. Yes. Smarts, 
before Raw or before SmackDown? You want to go have an appointment together? No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> but so, like I said, I, I just, I just had to take them on on honor system that they used that sample when making my daughter. Because exactly, you know, yeah. What once it was out of my hands, I don't know what Literally. they did. <laughs> Literally, it was. I mean, there was a little while where it was still in your hands, but it wasn't in. I mean, they literally could have just system. done this. They literally could have been like, throw it with they, the could have, they could have dropped it. Oh, we'll just trash can. <laughs> yeah, we're not using that. No. I'm, I, I mean, at least people are saying your daughter looks like both of you. So Grab the works. ones from Montreal. <laughs> That dude donates daily. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. Uh, oh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so yeah. So on that, let's get back to wrestling. Um, I have no say. fucking clue where we were. I think we we're at misdemeanors. Yeah, we were about to go to, to misdemeanors and commendations. Um, uh, so misdemeanor. All things Charlotte. Just, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I, I probably still use that for uh, material for what we were just talking about. Charlotte. I mean, Andrade won't, but I will. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, Smarts I'm... is muted. Yeah. God yeah. Damn it, Who are we kidding? Special. Andrade still might. You know, well, There's, apparently she broke up with him though. So yeah, just because just because you're broken up doesn't mean you can't be part of the spank bank. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's another point. Another point. It's uh, all up here. <laughs> which head is he referring to? <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, my it's oh fuck, it's I'm just going off on the pie for a pie thing. And then uh... this <laughs> oh so, shit! So, um, my uh... I get kind of a it's a combination misdemeanor and commendation. So I'm gonna start with the commendation. I know uh, he's he's the butt of a lot of uh, ridicule right now um, and everything, and it's Cody Rhodes. But it's Cody Rhodes for that fucking fire flaming table spot. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw the pictures of his back after that. I did but, not actually. Uh, but his Ooh. his back is charred. Charred. I mean, it's charred. it it looks like a, like a hot dog fresh off the grill. Uh, oh my god! God, we're back on that conversation again, huh? <laughs> This hot dog was certainly fresh off the go that day. Uh, uh, Cody Rose back. R O S E. Cody Rose. Cody Rose. <laughs> um, but yeah, his back got really, really pretty burnt from that. But that leads <coughs> me to the misdemeanor part of that. And that's to fucking Brandy Rhodes. Uh, because did you see the amount of lighter fluid she put on that table? Two bottles worth. Two bottles worth. She just kept on spraying it. 
And here's the deal. Anyone who's ever lit uh, a charcoal uh, barbecue or whatever knows you don't need even half that much to get a pretty big, um, you know. Yeah, she she artists, that was that was Zippo-type lighter fluid, so mm-hmm. it was actually a petroleum li- uh, gel <clears throat> or mm-hmm. a thicker yeah. liquid. Man, I, I, its own air of potential danger because she can stay lit <laughs> and stick to your skin. Well, and that's what happened when when you saw Cody roll off it and go for the pin. There were parts of him that were still on fire because it stuck to him and and kept burning. And no, parts of the top of the table charred. Um. I- I feel like I still saw some of his back black, though, before he had hit the flaming table. So I had thought that was actually something different. But looking at that picture, that's literally just from the freaking flames. Oh, okay. Maybe I was confused. But I, yeah. I am going to throw one more. Uh, you're right. This is a great combination, great move and everything. I'm going to throw one more in misdemeanor because it is in the same cloth. The eyeball thing with Alice or with Malachi Black in Pac, we saw it. It it was with Seth and, and Ray. It sucked. Don't. It's fucking weird. Well, now he's fully blind though. Pac? Not just yeah, because he his uh, his first eye was already messed, and then Alistair Alice Black did the second one. Yeah. So now no, like, I get it, and we see it. Just, We've and it's seen crap. One eye, it sucks. The targeting of an eyeball is not enjoyable. It's weird. You know, I, I I agree with you in some ways, but at the same point, they're they're telling a storyline with uh, that whole thing, where um, well, because Alistair Al- has a kayfabe black thing eye. Well, whatever. the storyline, and this is what I think is going to happen, but this is just speculation because, uh, of course, I don't know their whole storyline that they're doing. But Alistair Black, the whole storyline with the Malachi Black character that they've told is that his eye got damaged and corrupted, and the evil came into him through his corrupted eye, which is why he keeps having the black and just horrible side of his face and everything. Right. So the storyline they could be telling now is with him injuring Pac's eye, right? That this is going to allow the evil and corruption into Pac. And this could lead to Pac joining him and being part of the House of Black. Right. That's the storyline that I think they're telling. I can't guarantee they're telling it, but that's what I think they're telling. So. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it better. That sounds horrible. I, it's yeah. at least telling a storyline to me, you know. So, um, I think I much rather the R- Seth Rollins Ray Mysterio storyline. <laughs> this whole evil thing is not going to do it for me. No bueno. I'm not watching. Uh, yes, that's the one I saw exactly. Yeah. So this is after the match, right? And uh, it's kind of hard to really tell from that, but that's that's just burnt all over there. And there was another image here. Um, Control really ball and zoom in on that bad boy. Um, Instagram. No, you can't really like do it on Let Instagram. me do that. Just Google image. Can control really ball with it. Nope. I found it. Uh, I found it on Google Image. Like no problem. I just said Cody Rhodes AEW 
well that's that's where that's where i found it but there was also another one that i wanted to get to and maybe i'll try to find it without it up on screen here for a bit but that's actually uh one after the show showing his back afterwards so um mm. where the black's been cleaned off and you can see what's left of his back afterwards so you mean the burnt stuff has been cleaned off well the black part has been cleaned off and yeah. everything it's uh um but it's like i said it's after the full show he's taking a shower and stuff like that and oh snap yeah oh jesus now i'm gonna go look no, that's not showing it. But again, most of this burn is because he fucking landed in a puddle of lighter fluid rather than well, a burning table. Well, I mean, and also it's his fault. He completely didn't even land. This is him doing a maneuver on Andrade, and Andrade didn't even land on the table at all. He landed on well, the entire table. Yeah, but it, I'm going to give him actually credit for this because the way Andrade was falling, Andrade landing on the table would have actually been probably more dangerous for Andrade. Um, whereas Cody Rhodes going back through the table, the, the back breaks the table, the table takes the brunt and, and goes on. Um, but trying to find this picture this is the one where he's peeling really bad yeah, um so it's not the non-burnt one it's just yeah, his back is all like red and bubbly yeah it's all red and bubbly um uh but i mean but i just don't know why but that's why still... i say because he didn't know how badly he was on fire, I guess, right? Like, at that moment. So, him even, like, I feel like, because anytime you're going to throw someone on a table, you're not going to just completely go through it. Because he didn't even, he just touched the table by, like, a little bit, Andrade. And he was the one that was supposed to go into the table. So, it was a bit weird uh, how he did it. I think he far reached it. I think he didn't realize how close the if table actually was. If you actually look at the the angle of this, Cody Rhodes hits the table with his shoulders and and upper back, right? So basically mm -hmm. right on, but that also puts Andrade hitting it from chest up to face. Right? So the way that Andrade hits it, he still hits the table, but Cody hits it first to go through. Um but that's that's the way you make this a safe mm, safe okay. uh safe spot if andrade went through it by himself he's going through it chest down face down into the fire um with nothing protecting it nothing breaking the fall at all so that's fair yeah, yeah. here's a a good look at, at my computer catches up to me at the uh moment of impact Or moment before impact here um, on this spot. 
Oh, snap. Okay. So you can see Andrade's upper chest and face is right above fire. But Cody right. Rhodes still has to go through that first because if he doesn't, Andrade is just landing face first on fire. Right. Um, also known as so, Andrade. But here's the deal. The, the table break early with his knees. Yeah, trying to, and his knees may have been a little bit too far from this angle. It's hard to tell, but, uh, but in the end, you know, it's one of those things where, like I said, I I give him a ton of credit for the spot, and and just fucking charging his back. But I have to give a crime, a misdemeanor to Brandy, because a she should have used barbecue lighter fluid rather than Zippo lighter fluid, as TFA pointed out. They have a different burn pattern. Um, and B, she just fucking put a huge-ass puddle of it on there instead of just, you know, I don't know, spraying enough to get it lit. Right. So, um, But, again, probably not her who made the decision on purchasing no, no, no that's she a... just didn't need to spray quite as much. That's my thing. Yeah. Maybe they told her to just spray all of it onto the fucking table. Maybe. Now, here's no. the other thing I do want to point out. Um, this was their first match back in front of live audience in uh, Atlanta Georgia. since before, since before the pandemic, right? And their last match in Atlanta, which Cody is Jones. again Cody Rhodes's whole hometown was the cage match with Wardlow where Cody went off the top of the cage. Cody likes to give the fans there a memory. Um, mm. A big spot moment. And so big spot moment here. Done. So. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he was getting a lot of uh, backlash for it being unsafe or whatever. Or maybe that was just WWE fanboys or whatever have you. Uh, but I mean, just, you know, as long as he's carefully doing it, uh, just, you know, just so he doesn't hurt himself kind of thing. I, I just hope it's not a, he's trying to prove something to the fans because he's a face sort of ordeal and, um, wants I, the fans to like him again and whatever, you know, I, just I do think that bad. could still play into the storyline though, where he can yeah, come I, out and the be like, the only way I can get you guys to cheer me is to do crazy mm -hmm. stuff that would allow me to get badly injured. Yeah. Yep. And even then, you didn't cheer me. me. Yeah. I put my body on the line for you guys, and you still didn't cheer me. Nope. Um, still not doing it. I respect him for it, but not cheering for him. Yeah, so. Not this game. So, I mean, here, here's the deal. I think they're telling a long storyline with this. With this, I'm never going to go, uh, never going to go heel, never going to go heel uh, thing. And I feel like Cody Rhodes is just stubborn. I, I feel like he just doesn't want to do heel. I feel like that's a thing. I don't think that storyline. I feel like that's just him not wanting to do the heel thing. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Who knows? But yeah, only one way to find out. <laughs> I do want to point out one thing here, though. I'll bring that picture up again. Do, do, do. Share screen. Dum, 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 I want to 
point out one thing on this picture and that look at that kid right there orange cassidy kid there's mind is blown by that right <laughs> he is I mean, when's the last time we saw a flaming table? Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Darby Allen kid right next to him doesn't give a fuck, though. He's like, <laughs> there wasn't He's a like cool story, bro. That's it. <laughs> but I think it anyways, that's all I wanted to say about that. Um, I also want to give commendations to fucking Darby Allen for last week. Uh, cause he fucking His torpedo things just keep getting better. <laughs> He's fucking like fired out of a cannon when he <laughs> does those things. And like uh, so miss. often he hits them and then lands on his feet. Mm. Oh, Darby. Yeah. Just glorious. Glorious. Torpedoes out, hits the people, lands on his feet, and is back in the ring. Um, I I think just in general, that match there was actually a really brilliant use of both Darby Allen and Sting. Uh you you got to put them in there. Darby took the the major brunt of things. They were in there with some workers who could do some heel work, but still lose and not lose a ton of heat. Um you got to put Sting in there with Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass, which is which is a match that we never got to really see. Mm-hmm. Whose selling skills are, are not as good as they once were. No, but it's still, you know. Um, and you know, we it's mentioned still Sting. And we and we mentioned uh Austin Gunn and his uh his selling abilities and, and his ability to make 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 audiences react. Um, is no, but I mean, like Billy doesn't sell the bump as well as he once did. Mm-hmm. Or she's also 67, 87, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but that's the deal. That's why Austin and Colton Gunn are there to take the bumps. Yeah. Uh, that's why Austin uh, got one stinger splash and Colton got the other one. And then I wasn't it Colton who ended up getting the uh, Billy got a stinger splash. Uh, and then, but I think it was Colton who got the uh death scorpion drop. death drop. Yep, so um, but it was it was a really good use of the. I mean, here's the deal we I mentioned, I'll be the first to even admit, I was not super excited for Sting to take too many bumps because he's 60 fucking years old, and the last thing I want to see is my wrestling icon, icon, my wrestling idol, uh break a hip and ring or something like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh but they've used him very well and they've uh, they've used him safely mm-hmm. um and and he's proven to be game for pretty much everything they throw at him so yeah that actually was going to be my accommodation just the fact that they use sting in a tag team uh in mm-hmm. tag team matches now and that's smart as opposed to doing a one-on-one for 10 minutes you have a tag team he's in for three uh he can come in do the sting up you know be the hot tag and then tag out and sit on the side for a while while darby allen throws himself around like a madman torpedoes himself everywhere (laughs) but anyways 
Any more commendations or misdemeanors? I have a commendation for Larry David's pajamas. Okay. <laughs> I think they're cool. I, I, I wouldn't mind having a pair of Hanukkah pajamas like MJF wore. Yeah. They, I, oh, yeah. I, uh, I, <laughs> I hate to say I thought of my brother as soon as I saw them. I was like, my brothers could wear those. <laughs> I, I don't... I, <laughs> Uh, that that may be the best set of promos that we'll ever get ever 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 two weeks in a row just mm -hmm. fucking fire just yeah I don't I, I don't know where they're going with the whole Britt, trying to get into Britt Baker's pants thing I I think that was kind of just a one off joke um, there's a, a video that went around after Dynamite or maybe it was after Rampage uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, okay. CM Punk came out wearing Britt Baker's uh, jacket, her ring jacket that she wears, um, uh, just to get a pop from the crowd and then delivered just a face promo to the crowd. It was afterwards. It was not canon. It was just, you know, one of those send them home happy moments. But he came out in her in her jacket and did the DMD. Uh, but it was it's so tiny on him because she's a lot Small. smaller than him. Um well, I, and I didn't know if maybe they were trying to sell a future Adam Cole rivalry here, uh, which for, could also be the thing. I mean, they they do write stories long, long time. Yeah, they might be. The first thing with Adam Cole is he's going to have to beat the shit out of Tony Schiavone, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also I just thought it was just off of when he said you're not the you're not the fourth pillar. Britt Baker is. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was because of that. But if there was a that might, little, that definitely played into it as part well. Of it, yeah. Mm. You're sucking up to Britt Baker. Um, you guys know how to make Britt ba how how to make a guy feel like I mean that was his first night. You guys know how to make a guy feel like Britt Baker at in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Yep. Maybe he does want to get into her pants. Who knows? Well, well, I mean, let's be honest. Wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> about about the only thing is uh, having to go home to AJ Mendez. Uh, Afterwards would be unhealthy, unhealthy, yes, yeah. very unhealthy. Um, but but who knows? Maybe she's got an open relationship. Who knows? Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a thing the kids are doing these days. Yeah. Who am I to judge? Mm. Love is love. Somebody love incapable of having a uh, open relationship. <laughs> True. Mostly because of your moral <laughs> code. I'm not saying yeah. because of your inabilities. But both come into play. <laughs> your inability moral code. <laughs> but anyways. Hey, I'm I'm not even capable of having a more than one person relationship. I'm really good at this one person one though. Oh yeah. <laughs> as long as your partner is Rosie and her sister Funky. sister rosy palms and her sister funky palms so we don't got any more commendations or missing me yeah yeah i i am excited tomorrow night to see how they try to top that that yet another 
know. Yeah, um, yeah, they're gonna have Edge and Miz come out again, but this time Miz is gonna accuse Edge of trying to get into uh, Becky Lynch's pants. <laughs> and then, and then he's gonna say something along. Edge will be like, "Oh, that's a really cool Jesus sweater you're wearing." <laughs> yeah. Can Can we talk for a moment about how Miz has the worst ring gear in all of professional wrestling? <laughs> Sleeveless like a- hoodie with uh, long tails. I like it. It's horrible. Y'all just don't have fashion sense. It's That's the only your problem. A lister would wear. I've never seen any TMZ yeah. pictures of somebody wearing that, and that shit would make TMZ if somebody wore that shit. It sure would, right? <laughs> he's a fashion trendsetter. Let Miz do Miz. Yeah, he's done trend- it for four years. You didn't send or set the trend. Yeah, here's the deal. a trendsetter has other people start following it, right? For four years, Miz has worn that same fucking Naruto shit, and no one, no one follows. Right? That's not <laughs> being a trendsetter. Uh, that's being a wannabe. Nothing. But even more than that, I, that's my point. DFA brought it up. He calls himself the Hollywood A-lister and then dresses like that. There's no one in fucking Hollywood who dresses like that. Right? Except for the crazies who are no longer A-listers. Yeah. Like, like fucking... Like, here's the deal. I can get Seth Rollins being like, you know, I'm the Sultan of Drip or whatever and wearing all these crazy things because his thing is not about being a Hollywood A-lister, but being a fashion guy. That's a different gimmick. Miz is a Hollywood A-lister. And then he dresses like no one in Hollywood does. But even worse than that, he dresses like, like, I've been to anime conventions that have more conventional dressing than that um like this coming from a guy wearing a sasha bear (laughs) yes this is definitely better fashion than what he's wearing you can buy it at raw and order wbu.myspreadshop.com link is in the doobly-doos miz you can apparently buy it at said said website because uh... here's if he, he He's come out in suits before, right? And he looks good in suits, right? Yeah. And that's something a Hollywood A-lister would wear, right? Mm-hmm. So have him come out in suits, <laughs> especially when he's not wrestling, right? He didn't come out to wrestle last week, so why was he dressed in his ring gear, right? Have him come out in a suit and do that. Maurice is going to be in a ring gear. Because the WWE creatives don't know what they want. So like, Miz, yeah, just wear your ring gear just in case we think of something on the fly. But oh, but his ring gear is dumb. His stupid pose off at the his, top his of the thing is dumb. His warm up gear. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. It's, it's just his, his, his entrance. Gear. I'll yeah. say it. His entrance gear is dumb. His stupid pose off is dumb. It's not like anything a Hollywood A lister would ever do. Like, here's the deal: you want him to be the Hollywood A lister. Have his entrance be red carpet based, right? Have them literally roll a red carpet down the ramp, or. In the case of WWE, because their ramp is all digital now, have it be a figurative, a digital red carpet rolls out. Have some paparazzi come out and take mm-hmm. pictures. Snap, snap, snap. Oh, snap, snap. It would be like, Flash it's literally coming. his with Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Just do it. And then here's here's the other thing. Stop wearing the fucking stupid Naruto thing on your head, face, right? On your forehead, right? That's not a Hollywood A-lister thing. Oh, yeah, the headband. <laughs> um, that's that's an anime convention uh, thing. Here's the if you're gimmick, if you wanted to be anime cosplayer, then fine. Do the the Naruto gimmick. That's great, right? But that's not your gimmick. It's dumb. Anyways, um, so if we're done with commendations and misdemeanors, then we'll go ahead and wrap things up for the day. Alrighty yeah. then. Yeah, we're awesome. Good. Then we will close the book on the wrestling booking unit. I didn't actually get to mention earlier in the show how Ron Order is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network. So now that the show is almost over, you can head down to the doobly doos. And when it's over, you can click that link to tatnusco.com, head on over there and see the other shows on the network, listen to them, tell them we sent yeah, you, and so on and so you. forth, right? Look, um, look, I'm going to start a new fashion like the Miz does. Yeah. You can also, while you're in the doobly-doos, you can click the link to our Patreon support us that way. You can go to our uh, spread shop and get merch like our Pissant Podcast or our Sasha Bear shirt or like the lovely autograph shirt back there where you can get your autographs at the next convention or wrestling show you go to um, yeah. or all sorts of other stuff or, or a Sasha bear bear. You can get the Sasha bear shirt on a teddy bear. So it's a Sasha bear bear. Sasha bear bear. Sasha bear bear. I don't want to send one to Sasha. Yeah. Um, I, I did have an idea though uh, that I, I want to do a, uh, a second shirt with um Sasha Flair? No, with uh Ms. Ms. as Boo Boo. Um <laughs> so draw a little version of Boo Boo with a stupid Naruto thing on his forehead and the stupid outfit, and then it'd just be Ms. Know, Ms. You could Ms. You could be like Mimi. <laughs> I mean Ms. Ms. If I get a cease and desist, I get a cease and desist. That's fine. I'll take it down at that point and let's make some limited edition. <laughs> Ta-da. Calm down, Al Pacino. Anyways, I think it falls under parody. Uh, Ms. Ms. Uh, Ms. Ms. So where can they follow hey, us? Ms. Ms. <laughs> let's get some picnic basket. Um, <laughs> Hey, you can do Bay Bay. Oh, wait, no, that's that's Adam. Oh. Hey, Bay Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go with Bailey Bailey, but Bay Bay. Yeah. I just I, I had this vision of Boo Boo dressed in Mrs. outfit. Mrs. dumb fucking stupid <laughs> outfit. You um, figure it out, bud. And then and then now I've I've got to start thinking because now I want to do one that's based on Winnie the Pooh, but I can't figure out who I want Winnie the Pooh to be. So, you guys think on that for a bit. Yeah. I want to do a whole series of shirts that are with, wrestlers with as old school cartoon characters. Yeah, wrestlers as old. Well, first as old school cartoon bears, and then eventually I'll run out of bears, and then I'll move on to other ones. I'm but, just saying, like Sammy Puss for Snagglepuss, yeah. Winnie the I, What. I, I think uh, George Jetson, Austin Jersey, Sammy, Sammy, uh, Sammy. Um, Zane, George, George Jetson. Um, just give him the crazy 
Che Guevara hair and the no, no, I'm, I'm saying for like for like um exit stage left for stage. <laughs> Sammy's yeah. always that, trying to run away. Yeah, I, I don't know, somehow or another, I just think George Jetson with Sammy Zayn. It's I it's just in my head. But anyways. Wrong. Well, okay. then you design the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> see how that works, no, that works. No. <laughs> no, as, as long as I'm the one doing the art for the shirt and I'm going to make it George Jetson I'm, I'm going to have to find an art software I suppose Yeah, you then learn it and, yeah <laughs> learn how to do the art software and you know uh, I'll give you a hint right an iPad with a, a stylus pen like an Apple pencil works wonders but anyways you can follow us on social media. Make sure to uh, follow us around there. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, just like you see on the th- screen there. Unless you're on Facebook, and then it's at Pissant Podcast because of reasons, right? But on Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, it's at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at Raw and Order WBU shop shop dot fuck. How about just DA Vincent K. Babe? <laughs> Only on Twitter, though, because Only on Twitter, because yeah. he doesn't got other socials. Yeah. And you can follow JLB at I got other socials, though. You can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter, at Real Talk Radio 8, all over across the board. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all what have you. Anchor.fm slash RTR for the streams. So that's the Spotify's, the Anchors, the Stitches, Stitchers, Stitchers, uh, the titles of your life. Stitcher. I'm pretty sure some people use Stitcher, but either have you, whatever floats your boat, whatever rings your listening ears, um, doesn't work, but you can anchor.fm slash RTR. And uh, that is it guys back to you. I'm I'm just leaving him up on screen a little bit longer until he notices. At JLB is a whore. (laughs) Oh, Okay. At JLB's Horror. Might not actually be a social uh, media, so you might get nobody, but then you can go right back to at JLB420. I just had to do that. I love that I can do that on the fly. You're in the middle of your thing, and I changed it. That's horrible. That's horrible. I'll just add it You're a control freak. (laughs) I'm not denying that. You're not denying that. Guilty as charged. Um, But on that note, we are going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Ciao.